to the Sports Season Podcast. I'm your host, John Contreras, with my amazing co-host, Adam Garcia. And, uh, um, <laughs> yeah, um, yeah, we're, we're, we're back, episode number five. Yeah, something like that. Yeah, yeah, but like we we were originally gonna come back next week, but then we realized it was finals week, so we couldn't. Mm-hmm. But like, yeah, we got caught up in school, and then Adam got COVID. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah, I got COVID. That was that, that was tra- traumatic experience experience for him. It was start hashtag boogie down for Adam. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I was really in my feelings. Yeah, but like we are back again for for the fifth time probably. So yeah, we're still gonna. I don't know. It's gonna be really inconsistent with us. So so I guess we'll just get into it now. So, all right, let's get into it. It's been a while, but see if we still remember how to do this. All right. So when we are now in week fourteen, that's crazy, man. We're already in week fourteen. All right. So Thursday night football, we had the Steelers and the Vikings. Vikings won this thirty-six twenty-eight. Big Ben had three hundred eight yards. Wow, three touchdowns and a pick. Najee had ninety-four yards on the ground and a touchdown. Claypool actually led the team at ninety-three yards. And then for the Vikings, Kirk Cousins, I mean, Thursday night, Kirk Cousins, 216 yards, two touchdowns, two picks, but it was Dalvin Cook who stole the show, man, 205 yards and two touchdowns, KJ Osborne had one, and JJ had the other one. So, like, yeah, like, I, I came into this game not really expecting an exciting one, like, these are, like, in my opinion, two pretty disappointing teams, I feel like you can agree to that as well. Oh, yeah, for sure. Like, the Vikings have been disappointing, just made by injuries and all that. Steelers just lost their entire team for, for free agency, and then just, like, yeah. But, yeah. So, the Vikings, like, they came out into the game with a 29-0 lead, which I think I think any person w- with any NFL fan would, would think that, hey, this game's probably over, but we're still going to watch it. So, so like, I'll, I continue watching it, and then the Steelers came back. <laughs> They came back. It was twenty eight to thirty six. It was it was the twenty it was it was thirty six and then and then the last play the but the Steelers pa- like passed it to I I the tight end I forgot what forgot his name and then Harrison Smith just just hit the guy hard and then um yeah he he didn't, he dropped he dropped the ball That's so so yeah like. I think it's ridiculous that Mike Zimmer literally let that happen. You had a 29-0 lead, and then they let the Steelers come back with Big Ben at quarterback. Yeah. Like, Jesus Christ. Like, I don't know. Like, like Dalvin really stole the show for the Vikings. So it would, it, and that was, just like, that was just good for him. Like, Kirk Cousins played awful as usual. <laughs> but, like, that... Like Mike Zimmer should be should be fired. Like Jesus Christ, I don't know how you let that happen. Should have been fired a long time ago, man. Yeah. Man, Dalvin Cook, after not playing for two three weeks, <laughs> dropping two hundred, man. Man, bro, Dalvin Cook's just amazing. 
and then but yeah betting up almost coming back from 29 points you just can't let that happen if you're the vikings especially if you're contending for a wild card spot which i believe they are the ninth seed right now i'm pretty sure i think it's like a four or five way tie for the last wild card spot yeah that's them Steelers are still in the hunt as well. Really, really needed that game. But when you're down 29-0, I mean, what else can you really do? Big Ben, though, I met played really good. Surprisingly. Yeah. Wait, hold on. Wait, hold on. I'm sorry to cut you off here for a second, but, like, can we just talk about, like, Chase Claypool, though? <laughs> yeah, I was literally just about to bring that up. Oh, my God, man. This guy's a bozo, man. Like Chase Claypool, like 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 Jesus Christ, he just like he like for, he's answering like a media question. I forgot what the question was, but then like he he says like pra- like put more music and practice, I'll be more fun. And then like and then like the guy celebrates like while Shane was like like they're still trying to come back. He celebrates the first down, like 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 wasting this time off the clock. They had zero timeouts. They had like 34 seconds, like after after he got down, and then and then he had to spike the ball with 20 21 seconds. They literally, he literally like caught the Steelers possibly the game right there. Certainly an extra possession. Yeah, yeah, and then I think he's getting benched right now this week. Wow, for his antics. I think he is getting benched, but like Jesus Christ, um, like nothing. I guess the say goes, nothing ever good comes out of Notre Dame. Uh, all right, let's go to the next game. Saints and the Jets. Man, God. The Saints won this one 30-9. Taysom Hill really didn't do anything passing the ball. It was just him rushing. Him and Kamara combined for almost 200. Three rushing touchdowns in total with them. And, yeah, receiving did nothing. Jets, as usual. Zach Wilson... Less than a 50% completion percentage. That's awful. No touchdowns, no picks. Surprisingly, he didn't have a pick. Also, led the team in rushing, which is very bad. And then Jets wide receivers don't even deserve to be talked about. (laughs) So, like, yeah. It's like going. So, like, the Saints, like, they're still, like, fighting for a. I think they're still. Wait, they're still fighting. They're still fighting for a wildcard spot. At least I'm pretty sure about that. Yes, they are six and seven. Yeah. Yeah, still fine for a wild card spot. They haven't been without Jamison, I think, in about a month, two months probably. In about two months, I think. Yeah. Yeah. So basically, like they have, so it went through like Trevor Simeon, which he played. Oh, I, I gotta say, he played better than I expected. I think you can agree. Dude, it's like he played good for a game, and then just oh my god, he played so bad the next game. Well, that's for well for Trevor. Well for Trevor's team, you're saying is that that's good. That's good. Okay, so just leave him alone. And then and then plus and then t- and then Taysom Hill now finally playing quarterback. Didn't want spread. I don't know why he didn't try to throw the ball that much, but they got the win. But it was against the Jets, so it's so it probably wasn't even that impressive anyway. Like the Jets are extremely bad. So, like Zach Wilson is playing like the worst quarterback in the league right now. Well, he probably is actually, in my opinion. But like Jesus Christ, I I, I just feel bad for every Jets quarterback. I, is that just you? Is that just me? Yeah, I feel bad for him, man. This 
franchise is just awful. And and plus, like your only like reliable wide receiver, Elijah Moore, was is is on IR right now. He got hurt. Mm-hmm. It's just like uh, it's not a good season for the Jets. Like they still have the same issues that they have last time. It's just they're. It, it literally needs a deep, deep culture change for like what happens, and I think that starts with ownership. To be honest, yeah. Like, but, like, I think you, they found their coach. I like Robert Salah. You know, like everything else, basically got to change for this team. Yeah, but like you know, the the Saints uh, like didn't really need to do that much to, to win. To be honest. Yep. Yeah, so like. Yeah, we'll see. Yeah, <laughs> I don't get it. Like, maybe the Jets' wins are against the the Bengals, the Titans, and who, who was lost to the man? Oh, God, who lost the Jets, man? But, well, oh, well, like the yeah, Bengals get Titans. That's who it was. Okay, well, the Texans game. Okay, that's kind of like that's kind of like expect like to be expected to like really win both teams, but like. Like they only won against teams that were good. Like, like it's just some, like in the Titans game, Ryan Tannehill played played like ever could in his career. Like Jesus, that was bad. <laughs> that was a bad game for for like the for like the Titans and then like the Bengals. That, and like that's when the Bengals were the number one seed, I think. And then yeah, that, and then Mike Way happened. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> that's a nice one. NFC South matchup. Falcons and the Panthers, two teams fighting for a wild card spot. Basically everyone is in the NFC. But yeah, Falcons won this game 29-21. Matty Ice, 190 yards and a touchdown, but it's their secret weapon, Cordero Patterson, who just does everything for this offense. Him and Kyle Pitts are incredible. Man, if they had Calvin Ridley, man. Well, Basically, it for the Falcons. Panthers, Cam Newton, obviously, we know they brought him back. He got benched two times, not once, but twice in this game. PJ Walker came in the next drive and immediately threw an interception, so they put Cam Newton back in. (laughs) God. Cam Newton led the team in rushing as well. He had that one impressive uh, rushing touchdown, I'll admit that. And Chuba led the rest of the way. Robbie Anderson caught the touchdown. I mean, other than that, this was just really sloppy. Yeah, so like, so the Panthers played so bad on offense. So like, Jesus Christ, Cam Newton. Like, I think he actually played the worst game of his career. Like, I'm like not lying. I'm probably not exaggerating right there. Like, I get like I get he's still trying to learn the playbook. He probably is still, but like, gee, like I didn't think he could play that bad of a game. Like, oh my god, Cam played the played easily the worst game the like a quarterback's played this week, in my opinion. But like, Cam got benched. Like, gee, like he got benched twice. I don't know how you can get benched twice. Like, he played that bad. Like it was an all around bad game for the for the for the Panthers offense, Panthers defense. It was a horrible game for the Panthers, like overall, including coaching. Like the like the Falcons just had like easy, just easy, easy day. Like they like they could just like play average and still win that game. Like Jesus, that was that was that I felt bad like during the end. Panthers That's fans. Kind of what they did as well. Falcons kind of played average. I don't know. 
that's all they had to do to win. Oh. Like you got, like you got to think about this. Like the Panthers really got Stephon Gilmore and, and CJ Henderson, and then signed Hassan Reddick, making win now moves. But <laughs> they can't win. I know, bro. And then what? Hassan Reddick has like, I think he's been good or something like that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, like their defense is good. Like, like, like their defense is good. Their offense. Like is average besides like like besides Mc, an injured McCaffrey and the receivers like they like they, they don't have a good tight end they don't have a good offensive line they don't have a good quarterback like they just need to rebuild their offense like uh, this is um, that's what the Panthers should do and I guess possibly a Matt Rule fire could could happen I don't think it should but uh, like it, it we'll see what happens yeah I'm on the same boat with you I don't think they should fire Matt Rule yet. But, man, I wish Joe Brady was still there. Man. Like, oh, yeah, I forgot. You got fired after the game. Yeah, like, I, I can't believe they did that. Well, here's what it is, you know. They don't want Joe Brady. Whatever. All right, Seahawks-Texans. This was a blowout in the fourth quarter. It was really close throughout the game, throughout the, the, the first and third quarter, surprisingly. Then, yeah, the Seahawks just blew him out in the fourth quarter. Russ... 262 touchdowns. Rashad Penny, the 137 yards, two touchdowns. Wow. Tyler Lockett killed me in fantasy. I still won. 142 yards and a touchdown. And then for the Texans, Davis Mills, like 331 yards and a touchdown. Not too bad. And Rex Burkhead is their leading rusher. Oh my god. <laughs> and then receiving Brandon Cooks at over 100. Brevin Jordan caught the touchdown. Mm. Really nothing else. Uh, just like, um, <laughs> like the tech, like the Seahawks, like, was Russell Wilson playing, playing a horrible for like the past month and a half, I, like, I think. And then, like, um, like Russell Wilson just came out and dominated the Texans. It's the Texas defense, so I guess you can say it's not that impressive. But like, I don't, I don't care. Russell, like Russ is he's still he's still a good quarterback, despite like the way he's been playing for like like the past few like few games. But like, yeah, yeah, he he threw a really nice pass to Tyler Lockett. Like you, like that deep pass. Like Rashad Penny had his first actual good game of his career, probably. <laughs> I still don't get that draft pick, man. The Seahawks are terrible at drafting anyway, but like I don't know. Like the Seahawks like all like had a good game where they look like a playoff team for once, like the team that we expected, but we you know they're not gonna make the playoffs. The Jets have the Jets have their pick. Their first round pick and like yeah. It's it's overall worst case scenario for the Seahawks and then like also we also like with trade moves with Russell Wilson. Yep, the and, stuff, like. yeah. yeah, and also, I want to make this very clear. Don't trade for us, please. <laughs> talking about Howie. Yes, I'm talking about I'm talking about Howie Roseman. This is I don't want him to trade for a quarterback. I like I think I think they should keep Hurts because like to me he's he is still a rookie. Has he played a full sixteen yet? I think he hasn't. Well, I don't think he has actually because he's still injured. 
He's not going to play next week against football team, but like, yeah. Really? Wow, I thought they were going to split time him and Minshew. I didn't know he's not going to play. Wow. Okay, we're getting off topic, all right? Well, okay, okay. The Texans, they played bad, or right, You go. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I didn't watch this game. I will not lie to you. And it sounded like a pretty defensive battle somehow with these two awful defenses throughout three quarters. And then it was the Seahawks offense and Rush just cooking regularly what he does against bad defenses. And Seahawks just found a way to, to get the dub right there. <laughs> right now. All right. AFC West time. We had the Chiefs and the Raiders. And, man, this was, oh, God, a massacre. Chiefs won 48-9. to nine. Yeah, Derek Carr. Oh, my God. Oh, my You go home, sorry. <laughs> Derek Carr. 263 yards, a touchdown, and an interception. Josh Jacobs, 24 yards on the ground in total. Not good. Hunter Renfro, though, had a day. 117 yards and the touchdown. God, that defense sucks. And then the Chiefs, Patty Mahomes, only missed four passes the whole game. 258 yards, two touchdowns. Yeah, Derek Gore and Clyde Edwards-Hilaire. Splitting carries. They had three touchdowns together. Very good for them. And then the defense for the Chiefs as well. Aaron Matthew had that pick. I don't believe they had a touchdown. Yeah, I don't think they did. And then receiving, it was actually Josh Gordon who found the end zone once. He got his first NFL touchdown since, like, I don't know, 2018, 2019, something like that. Yeah, this game was not even close from the start. The Chiefs just were way too much for the Raiders. And it looks like the same stuff is happening for the Raiders again. They start good, and then they start to decline, as always. I don't know why. I feel like this happens every year now since the Mahomes era started. Like, like the Raiders start out good. They, they, they look like to be a threat to the Chiefs. And then when they play, the Chiefs kill them. Mm-hmm. Like it always feels like this happens every year. Like Jesus Christ! Like the Chiefs, like like be- we're beating them so badly that they played their backups. Like, like I think for the fourth quarter, and then like and then that's why the Derek Gore touchdowns happened. Which to be honest, I didn't even know. Which to be honest, I thought it was Frank, like Frank or son who who scored that. I forgot his name. Nah, he's still in college. Um, yeah, yeah, it's Frank Gore Junior. Yeah, I thought it was like Frank Gore Junior. I was like, wait, wait, no, no, no. So I had to look up who that was, and it was Derek Gore. I was like, oh, okay. Well, I ain't gonna lie. I thought it was Frank Gore at first. I was like, wow, Frank Gore signing the Chiefs. Well, just like, and was Josh Gordon like ha- had a little bit of a flashback with the Brown had like Browns Josh Gordon game. This is, this is. I forgot yeah. Josh. To be honest, I, I, okay, I'll be honest. I forgot Josh Gordon was on the Chiefs. And solid two receptions for nine yards for Josh Gordon. You know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like that. that those those are his his stats usually. <laughs> that that that. Well, for for him, that is a Browns game for him. <laughs> God, I don't get it. It's still, like the NFL keeps letting them go by. But it, it is what it is. Whatever. Because there's no reason to ban him for it. That's why. And then, but like How yeah, busted for marijuana, dude. <laughs> God, yeah. 
he is he is the NFL's equivalent of Nick of Nick Diaz. Yeah, you're right. But right, like, let's... <laughs> but like uh, we'll, we'll continue. We need we get off topic again. We're we're going okay for the Raiders. Jesus Christ, they played the worst they possibly could ever. <laughs> and this was a team that was, i pretty sure, had the seventh seed this week. They fell out of the playoff picture now. Like, the like the Raiders, like, like with all the stuff that's going on, and like, heavy rug stuff, we can make jokes all about that we want, but we're not. <laughs> Damon Arnett, which he got cut, and then John Gruden getting fired, and then and then it led down to a whole nother rabbit hole with, with the football team, and just like oh, it's just a lot happened with that situation. Jesus Christ! <laughs> like the Raiders, like uh, the Raiders have been through a lot this season. All right, so like I, I and. Uh, it's just like the Raiders, like, like what the, like what the hell is Mike Mayock doing with his draft picks? Like the 2020 draft picks, like half of them are, like most of them are not even on the team now. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> God, it's awful. Oh I, my goodness! I think the only one that's still on the team is Brian Edwards. Yeah, Brian Edwards, and he which is actually barely, pretty good for. He's actually yeah, pretty good for what he's been drafted for. Yes, he is. He is. Huh? Like yeah, but like the Raiders like played possibly the worst they possibly could, and yeah, that's what happened. <laughs> okay, this was a really important game right here in the AFC North. Like, uh, yeah, yeah, the AFC North. I was making sure I was right on that. The Ravens and the Browns, and the Browns came out on top in this one, 24-22. The Ravens basically did nothing until the fourth quarter, but Lamar Jackson did go down in this game. He did not return. Tyler Huntley, though, stepped in. I admit, it wasn't too bad. 270 and a touchdown. Not too bad for him. Latavius Murray had a Russian one. Mark Andrews and Rashad Bateman, both over 100 yards. And then defenses for both teams are really good. Baker, 192 touchdowns and a pick. McChubb, 59 yards. And it was DPJ led the team in receiving. I'm going to be honest, I did not watch this game. (laughs) Oh, yeah, I did not watch this game, so I'll let you leave this one. (laughs) Just like It was a hit by, I believe, Jeremiah Wosukoromoa. He was not fined for it. I know that for a fact. He was not fined for the hit. Lamar went down immediately, grabbing. I think it was his calf or I think it was an. I think it was a. Like I think it was an ankle injury. Something like that, yeah. But he's not going to go for this week. I'm pretty sure. So <sighs> yeah. Well, really, it's the, really big loss. That is the cost of being you know, playing like a mobile quarterback. That is really the cost. You're more likely to get injured. But like, yeah, the 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 Ravens, <laughs> the Ra- like the Ravens. I don't think they even played that good, to be honest. Yeah. Like, I, like I don't even think they played that good. This is like, like once and then like once Lamar got injured, it was it. The game's over. The Browns, are, Browns are like the Browns have the perfect shot opportunity. Yep, basically. Yeah, so yes. <laughs> really, really bad blow to the Ravens. They play the Packers this coming week as well. 
not looking good there. And then they might even lose this division lead. The Browns win. But, yeah, the Browns. No, the Ravens beat them earlier, right? The first game. I'm pretty sure. Yeah, the Ravens beat them the first game. That's when Lamar threw four picks. And then the Bengals. The Bengals win. They'll have the lead. So, yep, AFC North starting to get really competitive. You know, the Ravens were just two weeks ago the number one seed in the AFC. Now ain't looking too good. All right. Screw it. Now we're talking about it. Okay. Cowboys in Washington. Oh, my God. <laughs> Dak. Oh, my God, man. 211 passing yards. Touchdown. Two interceptions. Zeke. 45 yards. Corey Clement. 44 as well. CD Lamb with 61. Amari Cooper had the touchdown. Defense for the Cowboys, shout out to them until the fourth quarter because they sucked in the fourth quarter. But through three quarters, they were outstanding. Shout out to the Cowboys defense and to the Washington football team as I closed out my tab. Wow. I'm smart. And then for the football team, Taylor Heineke got hurt. I'm sorry. I'm trying to reload the. <laughs> the tab I lost. All right, Washington Taylor Taylor Heineke. I mean, he was just pressured every single second, man. He really couldn't do anything. 122 yards, touchdown, and the interception. Beautiful, beautiful pass, by the way, to Cam Sims who had that touchdown. Kyle Allen stepped in. Well, uh, he fumbled, costly fumble. You know, the Cowboys threw an interception after that. Antonio Gibson, 36 yards. Again, they just couldn't run against the Cowboys' defense. The Cowboys' defense was outstanding in this game. Yep, Cam Sims' touchdown. For Washington, the defense was awful in the first half. And shout-out to them in the second half. Just held the offense in check. Couldn't do anything. Forced Dak to throw two interceptions. And we almost lost the game. I'm going to let you talk about this, then I'm going to go on a rant. All right. All right. So, <laughs> so, uh, so like, I, I okay, as an Eagles fan, I need the Cowboys to win. But, like, I want I need the Cowboys to win to help the Eagles with the playoff spot. But, like, I didn't really care who won, who won or lost. So, I don't know. So, the Cow- so, like, yeah, the Cowboys, like, did win. It was a dominant performance at the start. Like, like to the point where, like, Randy Gregory caught the caught an interception. Like, Jesus. <laughs> yeah, tipped it to himself, man. Really, really impressive interception. <sighs> yeah, just, like, that defense is, is pretty good for once. <laughs> no, it's like, it's the Cowboys team is actually pretty good for once. Like, Mike Parsons is, really, is a really good player. Like, <laughs> and... and uh, and in my opinion, chill on that defense player that you're talking. I think it's like uh, I think that's clearly Miles Garrett. I I don't see it. Why? But like, yeah. So, <laughs> and then like Taylor Heike just wasn't having a good day at all. Just, I don't blame him though, because like Jesus, like if you get pressured that much during the game, then I don't expect you to have that good of a game. Just, it was it was a horrible day for the Washington offense. Horrible day for the Washington rushing and off the line. Just horrible day for everyone on, on the offense for the, for the first half, and including the defense. And then, then the defense they actually turned it up. They actually looked like the Washington football team defense of last year. 
where it's just a good defense, and then they somehow were coming back, and 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 the highlight of that was when Cam was Camson's moss to Trayvon Diggs. That was enjoyable for me to watch. <laughs> that was a moss. Yeah, it was, but he got moss, so that's all I care about. Zapped him up after that as well. Hell of a play by Camson. Yeah, and then like and then like Dak Prescott playing his usual games, you know. I'm <laughs> I'm getting it. That's what I fucking say. <laughs> he he was he played like how I expected him to play in the first game of the, in the season. Because like you know, but like yeah, Dak isn't hasn't been playing good. Like I think you can admit that. I'll talk about it when I when it's my turn. <laughs> like, yeah, I, I'll, I'll let you go now. God, dude. Oh, man. I was frustrated watching this game, man. First half, I mean, I was so hyped, man. Cowboys put up 18 in the first quarter, I believe. Like, <laughs> kicked the field goal. Then Coop had the touchdown. And then it was the Micah Parsons sack fumble recovered for a touchdown. The offense and the defense, the team as a whole, is just playing great in the first quarter. In the second quarter as well, I mean, it's two field goals. Like, the offense couldn't do anything. Defense was outstanding, though. They didn't allow a point in the first half. Then, man, yeah, that's time to talk about Dak. Okay. Dak, yeah, he, he's just in a slump. Like, I don't care what he says. Like, he says he's not in a slump. He's in a slump. Okay. Dak, I love you to death, man, but you are in a slump, my guy, man. I always support you and all that, but, God, he's been playing so bad recently. That's almost costing the team wins. Like, the defense has really, really bailed out the offense, man. Like, it's nothing good. It's really, really concerning for me. Especially if we do play a team like, it's probably going to be the Rams. Like, I'm pretty sure you can agree with me. The Cowboys are probably going to get the fourth seed. I don't think they're going to jump Green Bay, Arizona, or Tampa. I don't think they're going to do that at all. They're probably going to get the fourth seed and probably play the Rams. I think the Cardinals probably got the West locked up. Yeah, (laughs) Dak's got a step up, man. He just has to for this team to go somewhere in the playoffs. Zeke as well. No Tony Pollard. I don't care. They still won the game, but Tony Pollard, yeah, when he's just on the field, the offense just clicks more, man. Like, I don't know what else to say, bro. Like, Zeke, obviously, we all know it wasn't what he used to be. Tony Pollard, whenever he gets the ball, is just so explosive with it as well. The receivers, man, all are amazing. I really hope we sign Gallup at the end of the season. Better pay that, man. CD, Amari, and Gallup are just incredible. The best receiver trio in the NFL. And then I'm going to talk about Washington, man. Taylor Heineke. Uh, I just couldn't do nothing, man. I mean, if you watch the game, you saw he's getting pressured every single second, man. <laughs> he just couldn't do anything. That Cam Sims touchdown again was just incredible. Monster, Yvonne. But it's time to take some time to talk about Micah Parsons, man. Micah Parsons is unbelievable, bro. He is number three in uh, the Defensive Player of the Year talk. I don't care. 
He's number three behind Garrett and Watt. He's just unbelievable, man. Micah Parsons, what he's doing, almost no player in the NFL can do. I mean, he's rushing only, I believe, 60% of the time. And then he, other, other 40%, he's playing linebacker, man. And he's seventh in the league in sacks with 12. 57 tackles, three forced fumbles, man. Like, almost had an interception in this game. Like, he's just incredible. So, so happy we picked him in the draft, man. Trayvon Diggs as well. I know he got Moss, but, man, he, he really, really locked up Scary Terry. Until he got hurt. Yeah. But, yeah, Michael Parsons, man, I'm so grateful to have you on this team. <laughs> you ball out against the Giants as well. Especially because they don't even have Danny Dimes for this week. All right, that is my rant. Okay, let's move I don't on. Think that was a, 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 I think that was a rant at the end. My rant was just on Dak, I ain't going to lie, really. I was praising the defense. But, all right, whatever. AFC South. Yeah, AFC South. Jaguars, Titans. Titans shut out the Jaguars in this one, 20-0. Trevor Lawrence, 221 yards, four interceptions. James Robinson had a total of six carries for four yards. Really bad. Marvin Jones had 70 yards. Defense was awful. Titans, Ryan Tannehill didn't have to do anything. 191 yards passing. Deontay Foreman, Hook'em Horns. The touchdown, and then it was Jeff Swaim who led the team in receiving yards. And then would this be known as Urban Meyer's last game coaching the Jacksonville Jaguars? Oh my god, okay, so Urban Meyer, man, <laughs> Urban Meyer. The guy, the guy that, that coached the craziest college football team in history, hands down, the 2008 Florida Gators. Got fired for for being a, a distraction. Am I shocked? No, I'm not shocked. I'm not shocked one bit about it. Like in a season where Urban Meyer was like was just caught like like grinding with, with, with some girl in the bar, like trying like like trying to get it with her, just like trying to trying to get it trying to get a piece of that thing. <laughs> Literally with his wife as well. Like she has a wife. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 Urban got money, man. <laughs> this guy's a joke. Oh, yeah. 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 He he also like benched James Robinson because he didn't go to OSU. Yeah. <laughs> and he then said, like wow, I want I want Carlos Hyde. <laughs> yeah. And then like. And then, like, like this, like after, like a- after the game, it, he got in an argument with Marvin Jones, and then called himself a winner and called his assistant coaches losers. <laughs> oh my god, this guy! Like, you just gotta feel bad for Trevor Lawrence. <laughs> Dude, <laughs> like the Jaguars in his in Urban Meyer's final game. You know how they played? God, man. I want you to answer this question. <laughs> Just... 
Like the Jaguars fans are celebrating everywhere. Shad Khan should not own an NFL team. God, Shad Khan, bro. What is this? Five head coaches in the past six years? Huh? Something like that. I think like, Doug Marone was the, probably the best one. Like, are you kidding me? <laughs> like, Shad Khan, man. God, dude. <laughs> It's 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 like it, it's almost worse than like what the half did. Dude, like man, this guy's a net worth of eight point seven billion, and he hires this bozo to be the head coach of his football team, bro. Oh, God, this is why college coaches do not work in the NFL. It's like what's going on with Matt Rule. I'm not. It's just like Jesus. <laughs> oh, just Jesus. Like the 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 Jaguars played bad. They probably lost. Like, what do you expect? <laughs> like, Tre- like Trevor Lawrence hasn't played that good at all this season. I don't blame him though. <laughs> like, the, if it felt like the team quit on him, like quit, like on Urban. It's just like I don't know. <laughs> Urban like deserves to be fired. He was the worst head coach in the league, hands down. Like, if you're gonna cause it, it you know what this reminded me of? Hmm. A little bit. This reminded me a, a little bit of like Freddie Kitchens. Oh my god, Freddie Kitchens. Wow. <laughs> Dude, this is worse than Freddie Kitchens, man. Like, oh my god. Like, it reminds me of, like, when Freddie Kitchens just, like, wore that shirt where was, like, Pittsburgh started it. Dumbass. <laughs> hey, is that a word? I don't care, man. <laughs> you finally don't care. Right. So, like, but yeah. So, yeah, Urban Meyer is just a terrible... He's a good college coach terrible person <laughs> it's just I don't know like like you know Urban was just trying to was just trying to like play the field a little bit like you know <laughs> oh, man Urban Meyer <laughs> <laughs> oh god dude this guy man this guy really thought he could talk to grown men with wife and kids the same way how he talked to teenagers, man. This this guy kicked Josh Lambeau in the leg. You kick someone, man. Well, actually, did not know he did that. Yeah, he kicked his kicker in the leg, bro, and said, "Make your effing kicks, bro." It's unbelievable, man. Dude, like. I guarantee you, if he tried, if anyone, you know, stuck up for themselves, man, Urban Meyer would throw him, like, he'd probably be in a hospital right now, man. Like, bro, you, you, don't, you don't do that, man. You don't kick somebody, man. That's how the Vikings fans, re- that's how the Vikings fans reacted when Blair Walsh, Blair Walsh missed that field goal. Yeah, like, he really, really thought he could talk to grown men the way he talked to 18, 19 year olds, man. Unbelievable, man. 
Shad Khan, man, this has got to fall on you as well, dude. I, I don't think I'm done with Shad Khan, man. Oh, this guy, man. How do you hire this guy with a reputation like this in Urban Meyer? And whose first hire is a racist offensive line coach from Iowa or wherever he was from. I don't know. Well, there's a racist offensive line coach. He immediately resigned the next day. We already know things are going to go downhill from there. They went 2-11 and this year. Their wins were against, what, the Bills and someone else. I think they beat the Texans or something like that. I don't know. No, it's the Titans. Yeah, that's who they beat. God, this man, this boson. So glad he's gone, man. The reason why he got hired is because he's a good college coach. Yeah, that's it. Like, they really thought they could build another Jimmy in him. Like, Jimmy Johnson said so himself. Um, I don't know who else. I think Howie Long as well liked the hire. I didn't. You and me didn't. I know for sure you didn't as well. You hated this. I didn't like it either. And, well, turns out this guy didn't even last a full year. And his coaching days are over, by the way. You think he's getting a job anywhere. Maybe some dumb owner from a college team will offer him something. It's because it's because it's because there's athletic directors that just don't care. They just want to win and make money. Yep. No one better hire this bozo, man. I don't think he can even go back to being an analyst in Fox. Absolutely not. No way they would hire him on Fox. There's no way, man. I'm just glad he's out of here, man. Right. Let's, let's move on to the next one. Okay. We got the Detroit Lions and the Denver Broncos. And wow. This was a blowout. Broncos won 38-10 to 10 in honor of their wide receiver just past Demarius Thomas. R.I.P. to him, man. Yeah, Jared Goff, 215 yards, touchdown and a pick. Craig Reynolds, 83 yards. I don't even know who that is. Receiving, Amron St. Brown has really become the number one receiver for this team. Led with 73. And the Broncos, Teddy Bridgewater. Teddy Bridgewater game. 179, two touchdowns. Melvin Gordon and Javante Williams, man, are unbelievable. Melvin had 111 with two touchdowns, and Javante had 73 in a touchdown. Like, them two in the backfield for Denver is really, really incredible. And then, again, like, receiving the ball, they didn't have to do anything because they just ran the ball 39 times down the lines. Through. Like, they, they couldn't stop the run at all. That's it. Well, like, yeah. I before before I start anything, I want to say I want to congrats con- congratulate the the Lions for beating a team, the Vikings. I just want to double. <laughs> yeah, finally got the first one. I finally got the first one, and then I want to ha- let's have a moment of silence for rest in peace to Marius Thomas. Only thirty-three years old as well. Yeah, yeah. I think I think I think he'll get in the Hall of Fame. I don't know. Maybe. 
I think he'll get with the Hall of Fame with with like his credentials, but like yeah. So yeah. So on the week, Demarius. Oh, no, no, I'm just kidding. So basically, the Broncos like they played the best that they probably possibly could against a bad against a horrible team. But like yeah, like they just need to run the ball. Like Teddy didn't really need to do anything. He, he all he needed to do was just snap the ball and just give it to the running back. That's all he needed to do, and then it worked. Lions defense couldn't stop it because they're the Lions. And Dan Campbell can't do anything about it because he's not on the field. Well, like he is, but like not playing. <laughs> and then Jared Goff had his usual Jared Goff game, just plain horrible. And just yeah, <laughs> it was it, it was just the Broncos just made quick work of the Lions. It was just it it, 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 it they made it look easy. <laughs> Basically, yeah. Mm-hmm. All right, let's go. Chargers and the Giants. All right, there are no Danny Dimes for this game. And Giants is Mike Glennon at the QB, 191 yards, two touchdowns and the interception. Saquon Barkley, 64 yards rushing. And Kyle Rudolph with the team in yards. Wow. And for the Chargers, man, Justin Herbert, man, Justin Herbert is just incredible. 274 yards, three touchdowns. That bomb of a touchdown on the money to Jalen Guyton. Austin Eckler as well, carrying my fantasy team. 67 yards and a touchdown. And then, yeah, Jalen Guyton, man, 87 yards and a touchdown, man. Beautiful throw and catch. So, like, yeah, the Chargers, like... The Chargers had, I think, a good game. Like, Herbert, like, had that sensational throw. Like, Jesus Christ. That was probably the best throw I've, I've seen. I witnessed. Like, gee, like that was actually... Like, like, can we just talk about that for a second? Like, actually... This was sure one of the best I've ever seen, yeah. Like, her, like I'll be honest, I think Herbert has... Like, I don't care what people say. I think he, I think Herbert has that Mahomes potential. I don't care. I don't care what anyone says. I think he's already top five, man. Like, I'm talking, he's that good. Or Justin Herbert is that good. Yes. Yes. It's just like, uh, yes. It's like, I think the defense and a bit of the coat and the coat and a bit of the coaching decisions by Brandon Staley hold him back. But like yeah, the like the the Chargers I think had a, had a decent game against against the Giants. Like the Giants are not that good of a team. It's just um, they, they Chargers just need to play. Just need Justin Herbert to play good. That's all they needed, and then that's it. <laughs> that's what happens when Justin Herbert plays good. It's just but they they win most of the time. <laughs> yep, all this without uh Keenan Allen as well. Yeah. <laughs> There you go. Giants don't even deserve to be talked about. Alright, let's move on. <laughs> 49ers and Bengals. Man, this is a really fun game to watch. Niners were up by a ton this whole game. And then they ended up winning in overtime. 26-23. to 23. The Bengals ended up coming back in the fourth quarter to send it to overtime. Where I believe, yeah, it was George Kittle... Who just reached for the pylon, got it to win the game for the Niners. Jimmy G had really good game, 296 yards, two touchdowns for him. 
Debo Samuel was back for this one. Ran the ball 37 times. No, 37 yards for a touchdown. And then Kittle, man. Kittle's a beast, dude. 13 receptions for 151 yards and a touchdown. That was the game winner. Defense from the Niners was good until the fourth quarter. And the Bengals' Joey B balled out as well. 348 yards, two touchdowns. Joe Mixon... I don't get it with Joe Mixon. Like, he runs amazing against the good teams. Or no, against the bad teams. I mean, he does horrible against the good teams. Yeah, Joe Mixon, 58 yards. T. Higgins, 114. And then Jamar Chase with those two touchdowns as well. Almost came back for the Bengals, but the Niners walked it off in overtime. Yeah, so... <laughs> The Niners, like, like both teams are are still are fighting for playoff spots, and, and so this is a big team for both games. I mean, for... <sighs> it's, a, it's a big, it's a, it's a big game for both teams. <laughs> okay. <It's... laughs> so, so like, yeah, they they need to fight for that playoff spot, and then like, you know. And then the, the Niners, like, I don't think Jimmy G needed to play that, like, didn't play that good. He just played, like, a game manager for the for the, for the game. They got the overtime win. George Kittle had that amazing catch. And George Kittle just basically led that offense <laughs> in that overtime drive. And, yeah, they won. It was an exciting game to watch. Jamar, Jamar Chase had had a Jamar Chase game this year. And, and he's obviously probably going to win. Yeah, offensive rookie of the year. So yeah, Joe Burrow having an amazing game as well. Just all around exciting game. It was fun to watch, and I'm happy that I watched it. Yeah, and this one as well, man. The Bills and the Bucks. This was no, not America's game of the week. That was Fox. This is on CBS. Roman Nance got this one, but yeah, the Bucks did win this one in overtime, thirty-three to twenty-seven. The Bucs were up this whole game. If you watched it, they were up this whole game until the fourth quarter. Josh Allen had to throw the ball 54 times, completed 36 of them for 380 yards, two touchdowns and a pick. And then Josh Allen led the team in rushing as well. 12 carries, 109 yards and touchdowns. Vaughn Diggs led the team in receiving. And for the Bucks, Tom Brady, I mean, what, what can you say about Tom Brady? I mean, 363 yards, two touchdowns. Playoff Lenny, 113 yards and a touchdown. He's running for that's been really, really good. And Tom Brady ran for a touchdown as well. My quarterback sneak, I'm pretty sure. Godwin had over 100. Mike Evans had that massive touchdown. And then it was Brashad Perriman in overtime to walk it off. Against the Mills, man, it I think it was a fifty-something yard touchdown. Yeah, Rashad Perriman using his speed to win the game, and then the Bucks defense, man, like really, really shut down the Bills until the fourth quarter. Josh Allen, if you watched it, was really struggling. He was the offense in this game. <laughs> if you watched it, he was getting pressured every single second. Couldn't do nothing. Still managed to come back and force this game to overtime, but it wasn't enough. Tom Brady just won the game to Bashad Perryman. And yeah, they walked it off. So, like, yeah, I, I think it, I, just, I was hoping it would be an exciting game, and most part, it wasn't. 
like like the Brady and the Bucks just were dominating the, the Bills for most of the game, and they're getting to Josh Allen, pressuring pressuring him a lot, and and when you have an and when you have an offense that that, that doesn't have like a reliable a reliable running back to rely to rely on if if Josh Allen's having a uh, is having an off game. Is having an off game. He's it's not gonna. It, it's gonna turn badly for the, for the Bills, and that's what happened for most of the game. Like Josh Allen is the offense, and whenever he does not play well, the offense crumbles, and the most and the Bills will most likely lose. And that's what happened for most of the for most of the game, and then and then the fourth quarter happened, and Josh Allen like somehow came back in the game to. To lead the Bucks into overtime, which I, you know, leave the Bills, <laughs> to leave the Bills into, into overtime. And shut up about that. Um, <laughs> and then, and then, like, even though they lost, I still think that's impressive. That's an impressive thing to do if you're doing it that much. <laughs> it's just, it's just Brady and the Bucks were just too good of a team, and and obviously the better team that day. So yeah. Our Super Bowl pick out of the AFC is right now out of the playoffs right now. The Bills are out of the playoffs, bro. And we had them both going to the Super Bowl. But anyway, time for Sunday night football. is the classic rivalry, which is not a rivalry anymore because Aaron Rodgers owns the Bears. Packers won 45-30 in the first half. If you watch this, Bears were leading in the first half. It was a really, really entertaining game in the first half. And I say that because second half, the Bears just, oh my god, they're so bad. Packers blew out in the second half. And then Justin Fields looked okay, you know. 224 yards, two touchdowns, two interceptions. Had 74 yards rushing as well. Demir Bird and Jakeem Grant with those touchdowns. And then for the Packers, man, Aaron Rodgers, just <laughs> another MVP season for Aaron Rodgers, man. Showing why he owns the Bears. 341 yards, four touchdowns. A.J. Dillon is leading the team in carries and yards now. But Aaron Jones had the touchdown. And then Tay, man, just 121, two touchdowns. Easy. No one on that team can guard him. Packers defense was really, really struggling in the first half, and then the second half just locked in, shut down the Bears. And well, for another year in a row, the Packers just sweep the Bears. Yep, that shows that Erod just owns the Bears, and this is not a rivalry. And anytime. And I mean, it probably will be a rivalry next year. I don't know. That's if he, uh, Rodgers leaves. Which he probably most likely is. Mm-hmm. But like, yeah, this was a. I, I, let me be honest. I was not excited watching this game. I feel like you can admit to that one as well. I thought it was really entertaining in the first half. But yeah, so no, like game. before the game, like I, I wasn't excited to watch it. Oh yeah, like I thought the Packers were blown out like the whole game. Yeah, like it was actually an exciting game for 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 a half, and then like it. Like 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 Justin Fields and the Bears were were, were keeping up with Aaron Rodgers at, and I think leading at, at some points in the, during the game. Yeah, which, half time, yeah, and then and then some then the Packers just made the adjustments at halftime to win the game, and then yeah, that, that's what happens when when they, when when Rodgers has a good defense. It's that he he wins games, and I'm hoping they don't give up forty points a game and again in the playoffs. 
it's, it's, it's just a thing. I don't, I don't know. It's just the, the Packers had a good game. Like Devontae Adams, like still the best receiver in the league, in my opinion. Like, like he's unguardable, the best route runner in the league for sure, and and one of the best hands in the league, in my opinion. It's just he's just an all around like good receiver, except for speed. But like, yeah, I, I yeah, takes a good receiver. But like, Packers absolutely did deserve to win this game, and and I think it was embarrassing that they played that that the Packers defense played that way in the second half. But yeah, I mean, in the first half. <laughs> But like you know, whatever, it's fine. They, they won. Yep. Now own the number one seed in the NFC. Now, now it's time for Monday Night Football. Really, really entertaining game as well. But we knew this one was gonna be a thriller. The Rams beat the Cardinals thirty to twenty-three to make it a one-game lead only for the Cardinals in the in the NFC West. Matt Stafford. Looking like how he was earlier in the year. Finally starting to get out of the slump a little bit. 287 yards, three touchdowns. Sony Michelle did pretty good running the ball as well, 79. Cooper Cup, Odell, and Van Jefferson had those touchdowns. Cooper Cup had over 123 because he's just unguardable, man. Cooper Cup is incredible. And then for the Cardinals side, Kyler, and what, a second game back, I think. 383 yards, no passing touchdowns, no rushing touchdowns, two interceptions, really not a good game for Kyler. James Conner, just those two touchdowns really, really helped me in fantasy. AJ Green had over 100, and we found out DeAndre Hopkins in this game. Uh, he would miss this game halfway through it, and now is out for the remainder of the regular season could come back during the playoffs. So. And the defense for the Cardinals, I mean, just did not look impressive. Giving up 30 to the Rams. Yeah, it's just like, this is going to be an exciting, I think this is going to be an exciting game, and it mostly delivered. Like, I think, I thought the Cardinals were, were going to win, but but the Rams are actually, like, kind of, like, Matthew Stafford, like, after getting out of his slump for, like, a, for like a month, he had three straight games from this one. But like the offense was rolling, they also signed Odell Beckham. <laughs> they also signed Odell Beckham because Baker hates it. I'm kidding. Um, <laughs> I think you know what I was about to say. But 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 like um, <laughs> because he got cut because because Baker didn't want to throw to him. That's why. But like, but like now he goes to the Rams. He's actually playing good. Like he. Like he was like Odell was never the problem. It was Baker, but like yeah. So like Matthew Stafford, like like he had a pretty good game. And Cooper Cup, can we just talk about him like for a second? Like Cooper Cup, like he already reached a thousand yards. Like like if I'm thinking correctly, Cooper Cup's at like fourteen hundred yards, bro. Yeah, like fourteen hundred yards. I think ten touchdowns, right? I think it's eleven. I think. Like like Cooper Cup having to, having an, an historic season right now, and that and then the Rams, just like he's just like he he is now top ten. I'm not saying he's top five. I think that's too far. No, not top five, but top ten. I mean, like he's at fifteen hundred yards. He's at fourteen eighty nine right now. 
So we're going to round that to 1,500. There's still four games left in the year. Could he realistically end with a with 1,800 yards, 1,900 yards? Possibly. And maybe 15 touchdowns? I mean, that's just crazy. You're... Him and Jonathan Taylor, man, it's crazy between them two for Offensive Player of the Year. Yeah, I'm telling <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah, just, yeah. And also, like, the, the Rams, like, they won. Like, like they sacked, like, they sacked, him, like, Kyler Murray in the last play. And then that's how the game ended. <laughs> I mean, no one can hold Aaron Donald. Yeah, like, no one can. Like, well, I don't know why they put, like, one lineman on him that play. <laughs> Three sacks in this game. <laughs> Just Aaron Donald himself had three sacks. That's mm-hmm. incredible. All right. Mm-hmm. right. That's going to do it for week 14, man. Yeah. It's time to get into our prediction. Yeah. For week 15. All right. Let's pull up the week 15 schedule here. We started off with Thursday night. We got. The Chargers and the Chiefs. I don't know about you. I'm going to take the Chiefs. I'm also taking Chiefs as well. I think this should be an exciting uh, close game. Yeah. I'm going to make a prediction so it goes goes to overtime. um, (laughs) Next we have on Saturday, the Patriots and the Colts and the Browns and the Raiders. And then for this one, I'm going to take the Colts over the Patriots. And I'm going to take the Browns or the Raiders. I'm going to take the Patriots and I'm going to take the Browns. Alright, now for Sunday, Titans and the Steelers, I'm going to take the Titans. Tight. I'm going to take the Titans as well. The Panthers and the Bills, I'm going to say the Bills. I'm going to say Bills as well. Texans and the Jaguars, I think I'm going to take the Jaguars actually to win. You know, I'm going to take the Texans. <laughs> well, I got the Cowboys and the Giants. I'm going to take the Cowboys. I'm, I'm going to take the Giants. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Cardinals and the Lions. I'll take the Cardinals. Cardinals. Yeah, Jets and the Dolphins. I'll, I'll take the Dolphins. I'm sadly going to have to take the Dolphins. Bengals and Broncos should be a good one. I'm going to take the Bengals. I'm going to take the Bengals as well. Falcons and Niners. Take the Niners. I'll take the Niners. Packers and the Ravens. I don't think Lamar's going to play, so I will take the Packers. Packers, yeah, the Packers are going to win. On Sunday night, we have the Saints and the Bucks, and I'm going to take the Bucks. I'm going to take the Bucks as well. And then, for our other games, which I missed, we have Washington and the Eagles. I'm going to take the Eagles, actually. Yeah, the, I'm going to take the Eagles. And Jesus Christ, if the NFL screw the Eagles, Jesus Christ. Oh, my God. Whatever, man. And then, we have Seahawks and Rams. I will take the Rams. I'm also, I'm also going to take the Rams. And then... For Monday night, we have the Vikings and the Bears, and I am going to take the Vikings. I'm going to take the Vikings as well. Okay. 
All right, so and that is the episode for the for this week, which should be uploaded sun, Sunday morning, I think. Yeah, this, this should be like upload around Sunday. Like, um, this is I mean, we're we're glad to be back and hopefully stay, on, stay consistent for a month, and then we're not gonna come back. Hopefully you can stay consistent, but who knows? Yeah, so like, and also, actually, never mind. Um, and then like, yeah, that's all we have to say. We're back, and it's good to be back and to talk about this uh, this sports knowledge. Yeah, 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 for sure. All right, so I, I, I'm John. And I'm Adam. This is Sports Union Podcast signing off.